Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Just before, like, a Mexican standoff in a film. I think it's very Eastern. Um, I can't remember the... Forgive my musical... Oh, like Wexford. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's very... It's a... I'm going to say Mixolydian, and somebody will text in and say it's Aeolian, Dave. But it's a mode of scales. It does sound a little bit... If you're in a movie and they're establishing that it's somewhere yeah. in the Middle East. Exactly. I think I've got it now. Hang on. I was watching Team America World Police last night. That film has held up so well. It's so funny still. You would just not be allowed to make it now. Oh, it would not exist. No. I went to see that in the cinema with my friend and her kissing partner. Whoa! It was meant to be a double date, and my person didn't show up, and Sorry. I also fancied the kissing partner of my friend. Was that a office. title that was used liberally, or just with you guys? No, I was trying to think of a way to frame the guy she was meeting. But kissing partner, as in a someone she, she was, was seeing. Meeting, yeah, they were kissing. But wasn't wasn't a boyfriend? No, no, no. Right, they were just having the smooches. So I was the third wheel. I have all the films to go to. That is a really, really, really <laughs> long, really, really, really long scene involving some new dolls. True. Oh yeah. Because I was, awkward. I really wanted my sons to see it. Because in my head, it was just really funny. And so I sat down and watched, started watching it myself. And I was like, oh, all right, no, 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 no. they're not ready for this. It's also one they kind of need to find for themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, this, this bit here in the riff, right? Uh, oh yeah, that bit. So that that has three notes in a row. Which is very, which is called chromatic, which is really part of that type of an Eastern scale, which we wouldn't do in Western music. That's mm-hmm. why it sounds kind of. Yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of unnecessary music education. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Although so, I didn't really know enough about it, to be honest. With you. What's happening when those movies open and you hear, and then they zooms, it usually zooms into a market. Yeah. Yeah. Is there some class of a jeep coming through the market with obvious Americans in it with, so in sunglasses? It depends on the era. Okay, so if it's set in anything before the 80s, it will be an actual jeep, the brand. So it'll be one of those like, you know, mm. it'll have no windows, no doors. It'll just be the windscreen and the thing. Mm. But if it's after 1995... It'll be a Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because let's face it, there are, or a Hilux pickup. It'll be one of those Toyotas that will be the vehicle of choice. They will come in, they'll try to blend in, they'll have some kind of PLO scarf around them to protect them from the dust, but they, everyone knows these are the Marines. Let's be honest. Yeah. And also, this would be already my favourite movie of all time. Like, the, I just, I can't get enough of buff men bearded in the blistering sunshine when you know they're packing. I mean, guns. But like, this, this is my kind of movie. Yeah, giving away more than you'd expect to do there, Dave. He's talking about a notebook. Do you remember uh, John Krasinski did a movie? I think it's called like, is it called 12 Men or something? Or Anyway, oh, yes. it's an action movie where it's like, these lads are defending some kind of compound in the, somewhere in the Middle East that's being attacked or whatever. 
every single one of them is an absolute ride and it's like this the, the movie rides shooting guns all the time because it works for both sides exactly some people will go just for the eye candy and some people go for the crap plot line and, and the action blow up and explosions things. yeah it's blow brilliant things, otherwise known as explosions <laughs> blow up things it must be very handy being at home with your wife because both of you can look at the same eye candy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually As quite she helpful. starts to begin to question all her decisions <laughs> no she just sups another glass of rosé and everyone's happy <laughs> Drinking her way through it. <laughs> it's the solution to and cause Sean, of all yeah. life's problems. You've eaten your first packet of knickknacks. Yeah. What do you think? These are these savoury snacks that are quite hard to get that I think are amazing. Um, yeah, they're good. Like, I, I'm not like jumping up and down about them. I only actually ate them because... Sorry, I, I ate them. It sounds like Carl. I only ate them because... Um, <laughs> Says the Clare man to the tip man. Carl <laughs> uh, can't speak. Sean is chocker block with oh, yeah. 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 I only ate them because you told me about an hour ago that I should eat them. Yeah, the, the nice and spicy knickknacks are, they're incredible. Available right. all over the UK, but very hard to get yes. in the Republic of but Ireland. They bring home a six-pack from Scotland. You did, yeah. it was Glasgow you brought them home from, yeah. But Guys. there's certain petrol stations that sell the big family bags. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Anyone, anyone like, sorry Sean, anyone like Takis? Nah. I brought them back from Spain for you, but they were super spicy them. ones. I liked them. But my kids love them, they prefer them to knickknacks, not the super spicy ones, the kind of normal ones. Cool. Thank you again for my salt and vinegar lays. Emer You're welcome. I brought Emer back salt and vinegar lays. Her one request from the US can't get them here. Obviously, we don't do lays. You can. They're just really expensive. Yeah, well, they're like they... seven quid a bag in Munch Diddy. Well, no what's different about lays? I think they just remind me of being on holidays, and they don't taste mm. the same as Walkers. And I will not hear anyone saying, "Oh, they're just a rebranded Walker." No, <laughs> they're, they're not. made in America in a different factory yeah, with different probably things. loads of weird different potatoes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sean, you've wanted to say something for ages. Oh, uh, could it save to next week's podcast? I suppose. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we you have a whole week to wake people, or maybe someone who's catching up on all the best of podcasts actually doesn't have to wait a week just because to hit next. They can just hit the next one, yeah. To find, find out, out what interesting thing you're... you're save it, Sean, save it. I have it. an observation and I just want to get your... I go to the bout, roughly. Now give us a, do like a radio tease. Something, Coming up next week. Something that is just happening in the Today FM office and I want to know if you guys think it's acceptable. Okay. Oh. That's very exciting. We'll have to wait till next week though, guys. Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. Text says, did Sean make it home? Yeah, if you were following Today FM social media over the weekend, you'd have seen that Dermot and Sean were in Paris. We'll get to the Paris story in a little while, but join us now in sunny Orlando. We're just too international. We're this just is it. too globetrotter-ish. <laughs> Actually, your generosity almost got me arrested in America, Dermot. Oh, really? Yeah, so you and Sean were very kind. You both lent me suitcases because we have six in our family, but we don't have six suitcases. We only have three. So I borrowed one off mm. my mom and then borrowed one off you and one off Sean. So we got to Orlando. The luggage carousel is going around and we recognize all of our traditional ones, the family ones. One is a Mickey Mouse one and one is a blue one or whatever. We kind of, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what color was, was my one again? Because I used your, the one you gave me. I was like, oh, it's kind of turquoisey green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. So I got it, pulled it off, threw it down beside me, waiting on the other ones to come around. And then this armed security guard comes over. Sir! Sir! <laughs> and I was like, are you shouting at me? I'm really tired. What's happening? And he goes, this is not your case. And I was like, it is. It's my friend Dermot's case. And he's like, no, it is not. And there's a woman behind him going... Just happened to going, that's my case. That's he stole my case. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I looked at it and the, like, you know, the tag 
It was Dublin mm. to Orlando, but it was like Sheree McGroon <laughs> was the person who was I was like, I am so sorry. Sir, did you take this on purpose? No, I swear to God, I didn't, I didn't. Uh, that kind of confusion happens all the time. I'm sure a lot of people went, excuse me, I am also Shireen McGroon. <laughs> I'm also Shireen McGroon. Did someone say McGroon? That's me. <laughs> anyway, thankfully I returned the case, sir, and yours you, then, yours then eventually came around. For a man who does not like confrontation, and particularly confrontation from figures of authority, oh, no. you seem to get earmarked any time. You're going to America. I'm yeah. coming back from America. It's always, sir, step out of the line. <laughs> sir, put your hands on your head. It was all sir, give McGroon back her bag. <laughs> anyway, that was a good start to the, the holiday. Um, I was in Orlando. We were doing the theme parks for two weeks, the classic Universal Studios, Disney and all the rest. But as you know, I don't like roller coasters. Oh, I know. If you've ever seen the video of myself and Dermot on the Kukulin Tato Park, you'll realize how much I don't like roller coasters. <laughs> so I had a conversation with my, my kids going over, going, look, I'm not going on these rides. You, you have to understand this. If you want to go on them and you're tall enough, you're going on your own. Okay, no problem, Dad, yeah, whatever. And Tracy's not much better than I am. She'll do a little bit, but, like, not much. So anyway, we got into Universal Studios on the first day, and we were up at Harry Potter, where the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is absolutely mind-blowing. You get the Hogwarts Express from one park to another. It's just such a brilliant experience. But we got there early because we had early park access because we were staying in a Universal Resort. And then these American Harry Potter people were going, guys, guys, you're, you're first here. Gringotts is open. Coming to Gringotts. And we were like, Gringotts? And I turned to Andrew, who's my eldest, who's Harry Potter nut. And he's like, yeah, it's the bank. Escape from Gringotts, they kept saying. We're like, oh, maybe it's like a little escape room, which is the first thing <laughs> we'll do when we get here, whatever. No... It's a full-on roller coaster <laughs> that we didn't realize until we were strapped into the seats and the things pulled out. And we were like, so there was my two boys in front of us and myself, my two daughters, my wife mm. in the four row. And I'm looking at Tracy, she's looking at me and going, uh, this feels like a roller coaster. I was like, maybe it's just like a 3D thing that goes really slowly. <laughs> no, full-on drops in the dark. And I don't love those ones. We can't see where you're no, going. No, no. <laughs> Was it the roller coaster where the things come down over your shoulders or was it just down over your this lap? This was just over your lap. That's child's play, Dave. Well, let me tell you, when that finished and uh, Donald Gleeson, his character and the thing was the one talking you through this entire thing. When that finished, four of us were crying. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. Four of us were in tears. We... We literally kicked off the holiday in the worst possible way. From and then from then on, it was like, look, nothing can be as bad as Gringotts. And I know any roller coaster has listening going, Dave, as you said, Gringotts is baby. I found my level. The Doctor Zeus ride was <laughs> one I could do. That was in Universal, and in Disney, I could do the Dumbo ride, which goes up and down and around, and some water may spray on you. That was the level <laughs> that I got to. Could not do anything more than that. My. Kids are a bit more daredevil but that was me. Because you know if it comes down over your shoulders that it's going to go upside down. Like, I watched the Hulk ride. I watched mm. R- Rip It Rocket or something like that's called, which literally goes vertically. Like, oh, full on yes. Up, and it plays to the top. rock music while you're going. You can choose your tune. <laughs> yeah, my tune would be some kind of therapy is what would be required if I was doing it. Just, they're not for me. They're not. But the, the great thing about it is, though, I have to say, that if you are like me and you don't, like roller coasters It doesn't matter There's so much to do And the buzz in the parks Is amazing So we had an absolute ball I do need to apologise To most of Orlando 
for my wife who flashed all of them <laughs> in Volcano Bay, which is a water park. Came down a slide, psh, into the thing, <laughs> the back of her swimsuit opened, and I was like, oh, Tracy, oh my God, okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> Again, sir, sir, your, your wife. That is not your wife, that is Mrs. McGroon. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the holiday of a lifetime, all the kind of cliche stereotype things that you go for, it was absolutely amazing. And in the middle of it, mm. I went off and watched the new Metallica album thing in the cinema that if any Metallica fans know was out the day before the album it was a full like screening of the record with like them talking in between and I just left my family went see ya I'm going off it and I went off on my own and had an absolute ball at that are you happy just... with the new Metallica album have they still got it yeah very happy very happy like I mean I was thinking about it and talking to my friends who were into it as well over the, the weeks and kind of saying like how lucky we are that this band who've been around since 81 are still making music even if you don't think this music is as amazing as the one from 1986 they're still making music today and it's still kick-ass and still amazing and I got the vinyl when I got into work today so very happy with that so happy yeah. days I have to feel a, a little bit disappointed for the Americans oh because it was a wasn't a particularly fair exchange over the last couple of weeks I mean we got Joe Biden and they got you yeah. sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah well look you know I, I actually you, you would have been proud of me Dermot I didn't even rent a car until the last Four days and I was on buses all the time because if you're in a universal resort there's buses to the, the, the theme park a shuttle bus isn't really public transport well, yeah, you can't say that you've, for me. you've come down into the to pleb land <laughs> just yet because you're being shuttled around from his five star hotel oh the riffraff they're everywhere <laughs> absolutely not what it's about but yeah, I guess. as soon as he got his minivan yeah he rang me for I the did. chats straight away for the chats I left everyone by my guitar shopping rang Dermot on the way <laughs> hey man I'm going to guitar shop like, I didn't actually buy anything how about that you didn't? didn't buy a guitar that's restraint I did buy one on the internet while I was there but that's irrelevant <laughs> that's a different question Dermot and Dave playing the music you know so obviously I got tasked with uh, travelling with the Whelan family to Paris and um, it, it really I got stuck in right from the beginning when I was sitting with them on the plane now, Sean, we're on the plane. Did you go to the toilet? Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> you need to go. Do you need to do a number two? <laughs> just the way you're sitting. Do you want to tell everyone where I'm sitting? You're sitting right beside me in the pick of my family. Now, I got us some treats, but you can have one when you take off. You buy sweets for the ears so they pop? Uh, yes, and we have some ham sandwiches. <laughs> And I have to warn you, I'm eating quite strong cheese and onion crisps. <laughs> I know, I can smell them. <laughs> so that was the flight. So then you got to Paris. Yeah, we got to Paris. And uh, obviously, I we were there for work. So we had to be like capturing stuff around the airport. We wanted to let people know like who were uh, you know, following Today FM on social media, what we were doing. Uh, but it got a little bit confusing when we landed and we were taking a selfie. So we've just landed in France. Myself and Sean got very excited and we tried to take a selfie a video saying, we're in France. And then the woman behind us offered to take our picture because she thought we were a couple. <laughs> we are in the city of love. <laughs> she was like, oh, it's so cute. Can I take your picture? You are a beautiful couple. Uh, but okay, so you got to go and see the movie and interview all the stars. That's all under wraps, as we can tell. But what about the actual park? Did you get time to like go around Disneyland 
Yeah, we did a we did a good bit on Friday night. Uh, we went to the lights show. Now there's a clip of that, but we'll skip that right because right. that's not the most exciting one. Uh, but then on Saturday we went. Uh, well, Saturday Dermot did the hard stuff. He did all the interviews, and uh, you know people did think that we were just there doing nothing for two days. <laughs> yeah, my family headed off into the park, and and uh, we did. Uh, the main thing that you do when you are doing these very exciting movie junkets, you know, Dave, yeah. wait around. That's it. Now, there's a lot of waiting and a lot of uh, people with clipboards uh, who keep avoiding your gaze because they know you've been sitting there for two hours. You just, all you want to do is, can I ask a question? I don't know when you're interviewing the stars. Don't ask me. That's yeah. all they want to say to you. Could I ask a question? Because I normally don't get to go on these junket interviews with you guys. Mm. Is there always that much free food there? No. Well, like, you, usually they're digital. So well, you're virtual just junkets, obviously, you've just got whatever you've got in your house. But <laughs> yeah. if you get, you know, you do get looked after, but I suppose it depends on the junk. Like, the London ones tend to be a little bit tea and coffee and maybe a, a scone or a crumpet. Yeah, Literally, oh, ev- just seen this. every time I, I, so I was sitting at the table with Dermot and the buffet table was behind us. And it's like every time I turned around, there was something different at the buffet table <laughs> that I had to try. And then someone apologised to us. We were like, what, what are you apologising for? They went, we're running low on Coke Zeros. <laughs> <laughs> so they filled up the big ice bucket again. So uh, it was pretty cool. We got the fast passes for the park as well. So oh, we got excellent. out there. And uh, unlike you, I went on everything that was in any way dangerous. How could you? Uh, and in fact, Sean I was talking tough about the old roller coasters. Yeah, so here's us just before you went on. Okay, so we're about to go on Star Wars uh, Hyper Space Mountain, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sean is very scared, so I decided we should go at the very front of the roller coaster, which is the scariest part. I'm quietly having serious regrets. <laughs> but like when you're with your kids and you're a dad, you have to pretend you're tough and hold a straight face. That's what I'm trying to do. So if we don't make it back, we loved you all. And Dave, you are right. Roller coasters are a terrible idea. <laughs> that was that awful thing. I think everyone gets that when you sit into the roller coaster and you think... Oh God! Oh no! I didn't think Why this was true. <laughs> so what were, you, what were you like on the roller coaster? So I hadn't been to a theme park since I was a teenager, and in my head, I thought I'd be fine. Yes, you, you were going exactly. to Thunderland or something, did you? I laugh hysterically when I'm on you these do, things. You do, and I realised that Sean squeals like a banshee. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! 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 It's no, gone no. pitch dark. It's gone pitch dark. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my phone. Oh, God! Oh, Dermot, I'm going to kill you! <laughs> There's a small kid in here, it's terrifying. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Play playing that last bit again. <laughs> it's the <same> song. <laughs> There's no dignity, Sean. What I don't understand, Dermot, is you as somebody who basically has... You've become a teacher of meditation. Your whole practice is to slow down your stress response, to not trigger your adrenal glands. And you go on this type of stuff, which is like the your your body and your mind literally think you're going to die. I was using a couple of the techniques with Sean as we were sitting at the front just to try and calm ourselves. But, uh, oh, that scream. Oh, it really works. <laughs> He's so calm 
Gavin Center. I can't believe it. Can I just say, whatever about my scream, when we were in the middle of the roller coaster, Dermot just started screaming at the top of his voice. Best life! Best life! <laughs> <laughs> that was like an absolute nightmare. This is Today FM. Sean, you should be very happy. Yeah. You've been turned into a meme already. Have I? Yeah. Yeah. You're famous on the internet. Oh, no. <laughs> you ready? Okay. Listen to this. Tune. <laughs> oh, Sean Screen from the Roller Coaster just uh, giving us more content today than we ever dreamed possible. Thank you, Sean. Mary from Wicklow's on the phone with a big story about a big prize. Mary, how are you? I'm, I'm not so bad. I'm feeling very lucky after my big win last night. You had a big win. <laughs> Tell us about the win. Where, what was the win in? Yeah, so basically um, there's an amateur dramatic society um, in a little village near where I live um, in Rathangan in County Wicklow. Right. And every year they have, uh, they put on a play um, and everyone goes like, it's always really good. What was the one this time? It was called Poor Jimmy. It was about this um, Irish fella who's super shy and his parents are just trying to marry him off. Um, and it was it was just, it was amazing. It was really, really good. That's Very brilliant. So what's the name of the, yeah. of the society? Give him a shout out. It's uh, Rathangan uh, Drama Group in County Wicklow. Okay. Right. And so where yeah. did this prize come into it? Yeah, so basically they had an interval and they were selling raffle tickets um, and I, I was there with my mum and my cousin was actually sitting beside me as well and um, we bought some raffle tickets and <laughs> I won a prize. Oh. Um, it just said uh, number 15 on it and go down the back of the hall basically and get it on the way out. Right. Um, so I popped on down thinking, oh God, I'm after winning myself a nice bottle of Jemmy or something. But um, <laughs> the woman came and there was nothing on the table for number 15 and I was like alright and she said um, oh yeah here's your prize and um, it was a choice between either a 15 or a 20 kg bag of dog food or a bucket of calf lick <laughs> <laughs> a bucket of calf lick yeah you would even have to explain what calf lick is to us I think uh, it's like a lollipop for cattle or something I don't really okay. know well, you don't know either right so dog yeah, food no. or cattle food is basically your prize yeah, basically that was it. And I just burst out laughing. I just thought this was so Irish. Like, where would you get? Um, do you do you have either a dog or some cattle? Uh, no. <laughs> Neither. Um, so the woman said, "Well, which one do you want?" And I said, "Oh, I'll have to ask my mum." Um, and she said, "Here, she just take a tenner." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I would definitely have taken the tenner. I mean, Catholic sounds like fun, but. Uh, yeah, not very oh, practical. I mean, obviously that's that's obviously the star prize. But what else was on offer <laughs> yeah. on the night? Uh, oh, my cousin won a box of chocolate, um, and a friend of mine from school, Jerry, he won uh, a bottle of white wine. But obviously, I got the star prize. You did, you did yeah. yeah. Dog food. How much did you spend yeah. on tickets? Oh, like a tenner. Oh, so you <laughs> get your you, money back. You broke even, anyway. Yeah, I broke even. That's so hilarious. Oh, that is such a great Irish prize, Mary. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. Congratulations on your big win. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, have a good one. Love the show. Thank Thanks, Mary. Bye. 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 I mean, can you beat that? In fairness, a uh, Catholic can't be licked. No, come on, for lads. sure. Uh, if a lollipop. You... I didn't realize cattle love lollipops. Well, I presume Chup- it's not like a chupa chups. Chupa chups for cows. <laughs> what way do you pronounce chupa chup? Chupa chups. Chupa chup. That's what I say. What do you? Controversial. Chupa chup. No, chupa chup. Oh. I've always said chupa chups. <laughs> now, now I feel very self-conscious about it. But up until this point, I was completely confident well, in my chupa chups. You could be right. Maybe they are called chupa chup. If they're they're probably made in oh, they're Portugal. Sp- or uh, no, they're sp- um, Salvador Dali. Now this is this is one of those facts. I, I'm guaranteed it's somewhere wrong. Salvador Dali designed the logo for chupa chups. That's why. That's why I'm saying no, that. Because they're Spanish. I don't think the country is comfortable with you saying chupa chupa. Quiero una chupa chupa. Anyway, don't mind chupa chups for a minute. Focus on this instead. Have you ever won anything amazingly uh, terrible or brilliant at a raffle like Mary did? I mean, I remember I won a high jump competition in national school and you would think, okay, it's a room full of 10 or 11 year olds. What cool prize are you going to give them? Uh, I won a J-cloth and a nail brush. Oh. To take home to my mother and go here. I jumped over a bar and won this. Neither of which you used to wash your legs. No, absolutely not. Disgusting. I did put a video of me up in when I was in America on in the Gulf of Mexico, just enjoying like the water lapping mm. around my legs. Literally every response I got was, "Oh, the annual leg wash is it? Oh, you're finally scrubbing the fins from below the knee, etc., etc." Yeah, I did. I should have predicted that. The question is, why were you putting up pictures of your feet in water? Isn't it was that like your uh, yeah, because usually I charge 20, for that 20. in my in my OnlyFans, <laughs> but I decided to just give the people what they wanted. Well, last time I checked, you weren't like a really attractive twenty-six-year-old girl. Isn't that usually what they would do? Oh, listen, you've just got to love yourself first. Okay? You have a little ankle chain yeah. on, little henna. <laughs> love yourself first, and then see what happens. Uh, have you ever won anything dodgy at a raffle? You can let us know on 087 well, 4100 I didn't win anything dodgy, but I won a raffle and it was dodgy. Oh, I know this story. Yes, tell everybody. <laughs> okay, for the last time. <laughs> no, this is going to go on forever. My kid's school was having a school fete. Yeah. I was at the school fete. And every year, traditionally, I would end up being given some job because mm. when you're in a job like this, you get asked to MC stuff. But this year, I wasn't doing anything. And I was quite happy about that, that I could just go along with my kids and I didn't have to do anything yeah. official. Uh, so I saw that there was a barbecue as the top <laughs> prize for the raffle. And you didn't currently own a barbecue, so this was no, an exciting thought, potential. Excellent. Yeah. This is, and I bought the tickets and I turned to my wife and I said, you know what, I have a feeling I'm going to win this. I just, you know, you have a feeling like I'm going to win that barbecue. Yeah, the feeling everyone gets when they do the lotto every week. Because <laughs> a few years previous in a local centra, I'd entered and won a barbecue there. So barbecues, I think, were my thing. Okay. Anyway, so I started to go, OK, we're going to win that barbecue. And then a couple of minutes before the raffle began, someone came up to me from the Parents Association and said, would you mind emceeing the raffle? And I went... No, I don't want to do anything like that. And they went, will you please, we don't have anybody. <laughs> and I said, but look, I've bought all these tickets for that barbecue and I think I'm going to win it. And they went, we don't mind, whatever, whatever. Just, of course, just, MC, you would, the just MC the damn thing. I'm like, okay. So I went up and we go through all the prizes and there's some, my lovely assistant is taking the tickets out. Bottles of wine, hampers of this, it, socks, yeah, creams, all uh, that A nail kind of brush and some J-cloths. <laughs> 
and then it gets to the star prize of the barbecue and the ticket's taken out and it's me. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew I was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, okay. On mature recollection, uh huh. Were I to live through that again, I would have to just swallow my pride. You know, just say, okay, if I'm on the stage, I can't win the prize. But, yeah. You know, that was a different me back. <laughs> I really want you know what? <laughs> you know what, Dermot? I will say this for you. And now let's get on to the important stuff. The raffle. Uh, the last raffle I was at was very interesting because the people who ran the raffle actually won it. So it's not unusual for that to happen. <laughs> you and Father Ted Crilly. You know, I mean... Uh, then when I went down to pick up said barbecue from the local barbecue place, uh, he wasn't very welcoming. And I was like, God, he's a bit grumpy. And he goes, so... You're the uh, raffle MC who won the raffle. <laughs> but, but I explained, I bought the tickets, I wasn't meant to be the MC. How many tickets do you want, Dermot? 2,000. <laughs> if the organisers of the raffle win the raffle, it is perfectly normal. You just heard that, confirmation of that. Dermot and Dave, playing the music you know. I thought we'd be talking about raffle prizes this morning, but everybody's freaking out about how I say chupa chups. I'm after nearly crashing the car. Chupa chups? Chupa chups? <laughs> That's Robert and Paddy was on too. Oh, Dave Moore, you legend. Never let the country down. Chupa chups? <laughs> what the hell is that? Chupa chups? That's how I say, I say chupa chups. Sean, would you have ever said chupa chup or chupa chups? Uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> what lollipop. lollipop. Little kids lollipop. Chupa chup. The big ones you see in the uh, airport in the chub, giant lollipop. Chop, chop a chop, chop a chop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know. I've always just said chupa chups. No one's ever corrected me until now. <laughs> Does that mean all your family now all call them chupa chups? Yeah, in the Korean. airport in Orlando, I'm coming home. My daughter ran over to me with one of those giant ones. I went, Daddy, can we get the chupa chups? And I went, Yeah, of course we can. You said, Sí, claro, este es. Pero es normal. Es normal por el chupa chups. Calls onto us as well. I was at, um, table quiz or fundraiser years ago and there was loads of great prizes 20 prizes I think the top prize was 750 euro voucher for a spa hotel nice and one of the lads was there with his new girlfriend he won the top prize got the first pick of all the prizes and he went up and there was this big bale of toilet roll (laughs) and he took the bale of toilet roll and she was absolutely disgusted. <laughs> That's very practical. I think it's not a bad shout. Uh, Sharon's a god with this morning. Hey, Sharon. Hi, how are you? Good. What did you win? Uh, 200 euro voucher for a prosthetic limb at a triathlon. <laughs> um, do you do you need a prosthetic limb? No, and I still have it if anybody wants it. <laughs> a 200 euro voucher for a prosthetic limb? Yes, so we were, I couldn't believe it when I went up to collect my prize and when I heard it was 200 euros and I was there... What? That's fantastic because I won it for best ca- or best category for something probably in my age, most likely. But, right. Uh, I went up to collect it and it said uh, it's for a prosthetic limb. And I was still looking at them thinking they were joking. Yeah. I was, Are you serious? I said, Yeah, sure. It's better than a slap from a wet fish. I was like, I suppose. You're like, I don't know. That's debatable. Can we, <laughs> yeah. If we argue that one out, going to be in trouble. Um, and oh, was it a reflection on perhaps your, you know, your physical state, <laughs> your ability at the time? <laughs> was one of your ankles hanging off? <laughs> 
Well, I know I'm, my, my swimming is the worst part, but I said, come on, like, I probably need an extra limb when I'm swimming. But <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do with it? I still have it at home in the door. I tell everybody about it. Like, we have great laughs. Well, is there anyone possibly more in need you could give it to? I don't know. I actually don't know of anyone. I'm just waiting, you know, to maybe use it. Well, not for me. I suppose to pass it on. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, not hopefully. I, I mean, I hope nobody ever needs it. But but if they do, you have it under your voucher. I wonder, does yeah, it go out of date? Or how much How much of a dent would it make in the bill of an actual prosthetic limb? Is 200 euro I, like I don't know. a drop maybe. in the ocean or is it actually maybe a decent somebody, amount? Yeah, maybe someone that works in that area might know. But if they ever want uh, 200 euros off, just let me know. All right, Sharon. Well, we will. If anyone gets in touch, we'll pass them on to you. Yeah. Thanks a minute for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. All right, bye. take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye. This is Today FM. What is MMM? My marmalade mind. My marmalade mind? What's As if your head was wrecked. <laughs> mm, maybe okay, after so a particularly heavy weekend, you might feel like you had a, a mind <laughs> like marmalade. Yeah. Sean, can I tell you a very quick marmalade story? I love marmalade, but I love a marmalade that you can't buy in the shops. <laughs> okay? You can only buy it in wholesalers. And eventually I convinced a guy that we used to go to this cafe all the time. And I eventually convinced Michael, who owned the cafe, to get me a box of the little plastic marmalade tubs for me to consume at home. And he said, OK, and he got it for me. And I was so happy. And I paid him 40 euro for the box. It was very expensive. <laughs> and Dermot and I left the cafe. We went in next door into Ladbrokes to bet on some virtual horses. And I put the box up on this little kind of desky shelf table and then walked back to the office. And I ran back, realizing I'd left my box of marmalade in the bookies. I ran back and it was gone. And no one knew where it was. Can I just just do- double down on the differences of, of our names? There's, this is Dermot speaking. and Because <laughs> people get us mixed up all the time. That's Dave who just told the marmalade story. Okay? He's the sad marmalade person. <laughs> My marmalade mind, Sean, is wrong. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to win today. Because today I am doing a song that had not one, but two music videos... The European Shut up you The know, European I know, I know. And the Australian one Were different <laughs> and This is the worst This is the worst piece of information you've ever given me Carl I have to confuse it myself This is a man reading something that he has not pre-read <laughs> It's my fault It's all Carl's fault apparently okay, I'm still trying to make it sound no, Can I Ron Burgundy this And just read you exactly the fact I have <laughs> Okay, okay. Right. I'm not going to try and make any sense of it Go for it, stay classy There were two music videos shot for this single the European and Australian version and an American version due to the mass success in those countries. <laughs> the American one featured a group in a church while the European-Australian version featured the group near a swimming pool and in their homes. <laughs> After the 1998 Brit Awards, never ever won British Single of the Year and British Video of the Year. I know. There's a fact in there somewhere. <laughs> Look, the main thing about it is it's an absolutely killer song. Never, ever, 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 ever felt so sad. The confusing fact added to me about a song and I look I know uh, Carl I'm the one who's jet lagged that's why you're helping me out with my music facts but could you just get your head out of your hoop there now I think his problem is his head ever since he started wearing his baseball cap backwards things have started to slide <laughs> this is Today FM hey Christopher 
Hello there. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, you're in Donegal. I am. Yeah. And what are you doing up there? Uh, I work for a wholesale stationery company in Donegal Town. Donegal Office Supplies. Oh, Donegal it's Office Supplies. Um, for some people, that would yeah. be like heaven. Like some people just absolutely love stationery shops. Like they'll. They'll go into Eason's and just look at all the biros. And I have to say, I do still love the smell of new stationery, whether it's a new copybook, rulers. Is it just me? Kaha's laughing. Well, some people do hate the smell of, of new school books, I suppose because it reminds them of starting the new year or whatever and the stress of it all. But Are you into stationery, Christopher? Uh, I am a bet, I would when you have to sell it, you have to be able to talk about it anyway. So Yeah, but you do the feeling of pulling the top off an as yet unused highlighter pen. And you're like and you're and you use it and you're like, oh fresh. <laughs> I think you might be on your own there. <laughs> Is there anyone else listening who feels the same way I do about stationery oh eight seven four one hundred one oh two? Sarah's got a hell of a story first. Hi Sarah. Hello, how are you? You feel like Dermot about stationery? Oh my god, yeah, like obsessed. Go on, tell us what's what's the most recent obsession you've been able to kind of scratch. So I started like a new job, and usually, like when you start new jobs, you kind of get the stationery. You know the way you get like your bits and pieces yes. in the office or whatever. But no, I took it upon myself to go to Mister Price, yeah. and I spent four euro stationery. <laughs> Sorry, forty euro, Mister Price. He probably brought the, bought the entire <laughs> stock room. I got, <laughs> yeah, like I went ballistic. Like I bought. You know, like the refill pads with the dividers in it, like yes. the five oh, dividers. Yeah, yeah. Then, like the highlighters, like all like seven colors in a package. Um, and then the big pens with like the different colors in it as well. Like, but of course, did you not go into your job then? And somebody just went, "Here's your laptop. You don't need any of that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got the laptop at work, so that's good. Okay, well that's yeah. good. That's post-its? Good. Did you go for some post-its? Yeah, so I got like the square post-its and then like the little ones, like tiny ones, like the, like the dividers. <laughs> but Sarah, do you use any of these things? I actually do, yeah. Like, okay. I'm, yeah, like well, I do like courses and stuff, I suppose, and work sometimes and I'd be highlighting everything. <laughs> and doesn't it make you feel organised? It does, yeah. Like it makes me feel, like I go out and like my desk is all organised. Like I don't even have OCD, but when it comes to stationery, I do. Like, <laughs> but, I, but I remember being in, in college the last time I would have used a highlighter pen. I remember using it and going, why am I doing this? Like it's, it's achieving absolutely nothing. There's an, I'm not going to look back on these notes. I'm not going to look and go, I'll just check the highlight well, they're bits. study notes. Yeah. Well, isn't that what they're for? Yeah, you, you would look back on the notes because you're, you're using them. I should them. have, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I'm glad Dermot isn't the only one. Thanks for sharing that no, today. No, not the only one, no worries. Thank right, right, you. See you, Sarah. Bye, bye-bye. Someone says, I remember the excitement in the office when the quarterly stationery order would come in, <laughs> going through the new post-it packs, pens and A4 pads. I, one of my first jobs was a runner in a, a film production office and part of my job was going through the catalogue and picking out the things that we needed. Oh, wow. And that was very exciting. That was like, power was for somebody in their first job. Essentially an Argos book for stationery. Yeah. Um, and you could be getting, you could, might be getting a chair one day or it could be just post-its or pens. A just, cha- sorry, a cha- an office chair? Yeah. So it's it just everything for the office. They exist, <sighs> these catalogues. It's so exciting. Even the catalogue itself is stationary. I put your butterfinger in my mouth. He did. He put it in. He sucked it for a bit and he threw it out in the bin. You better explain what's going on with the butterfingers. They're American chocolate bars that Dave brought back from America. Um, I hadn't had one before. 
I love peanut butter based treats. Okay, so yeah. this was should this should be yeah. a lot now. Chocolate and peanut butter, amazing combination. And I tried when I was shopping for. Cause the thing was, nowadays in Ireland, you can get most things. Like you might have to go mm. to Munch Diddley's or one of the candy shops, or but you can get Reese's Pieces and all that, and Hershey's. So I wasn't buying those traditional things you'd buy in America. I went looking for things you couldn't get. I haven't seen Butterfingers about. Brought them back. Sean, you liked them. Oh, I loved them. I had three yesterday at my lunch. Dermot tried to... <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. They're, they're small. They're now. fun we, size. Yeah, they're fun, fun size. size. Don't, don't give me shade like that. <laughs> but Dermot, you just try them there. What's your judgment on a Butterfinger? Great taste, terrible texture. Oh, yeah. what's the texture? They're kind of brittle. They remind me of a dime bar, oh, which like as we all bar. know, are rubbish. No, I love a dime bar. You don't like a dime bar? Love Plus, a dime they bar. changed the name from dime to dime. <laughs> D-A-I-M. Yeah, but that's that just, you still pronounce it like a dime bar. Dame. Dime. Um, see, that's AI. It's getting into our chocolate bars. AI suddenly AI went AI. into dime. I think dime bars are the best bar out there. Now, I know loads of people are going to text in now. But. Anyway, Dermot gives one thumbs down to <laughs> Would you not give five thumbs Sorry, down? but I only have two. Okay, so. two. <laughs> one out of one he gives down. Dermot and Dave Playing the music you love know. That's what we all sing to Dave As he comes back from the toilet We all just gather around his desk Swaying from side to side Singing what? You're special, special, special And then you did your toilet You're special He needs constant reward Yeah And then yeah. I clean my hands Am I a good boy? You're special This is Today FM Oh, where, where are we going, Dermot? We're getting up in the morning, really early. Because this week, Dave, I changed my routine. Nice. Set the alarm for 5 a.m. Cheapers. Yesterday and today, I got up and me and Buddy, we hit the shore. This is Buddy your dog. Yeah. Yeah, not some guy called Buddy. <laughs> Our Buddy the Elf. Yeah. We went on a trail run all along the shore. Nobody around, not a sinner up. Yeah, because it's 5 a.m. <laughs> but just feeling that morning sunshine. And yesterday, we ran all along the shore. We came back, feeling like we were living our best lives. Got emails sent off before I even came into work. I was just ahead of the game. Today, I got up a little bit earlier. Again? I went for a longer run and even went for a swim in the sea with Buddy. And let me tell you, Dave, after all of that, I am shattered. <laughs> it's one of the worst ideas I have ever had. <laughs> well, I didn't want to be I the was, guy to tell you. I was full of endorphins up until about 8.36, <laughs> and now I just really, really want to go back to bed. You see, you're doing too much, man. You can't be getting up and going for trail runs at five o'clock in the morning. But this is what you hear that people are doing and getting up and getting ahead of the game, getting out there. No. Getting after it. I'll tell you what you want to be doing, right? Today I don't feel like doing anything. What you want to do is take a leaf out of my daughter Nina's book. Right. Yesterday, it was the last day of school because they're off today and then they're off all of next week. They're only just off for Easter. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, more more holidays for the kids. She had a pyjama day in school, right? They didn't have to bring in any books. That was the first thing. It was like, just bring in your lunch and whatever your favorite squishy, fluffy, cozy teddy is. So she went to school yesterday in slipper booties, uh, 
fleece unicorn pyjamas and crowned it all off with the ultimate lazy accessory, the Udi. These are the hoodie blankets that go down to her ankles. In our family, we all have them. No, they, are, as well. they are the ultimate. You're basically walking around in a blanket, except it's shaped like a giant oversized hoodie. I don't know who started selling these things, but I wish they hadn't. What? Because my family are also wearing them. Good, I'm glad to hear it. And I hate coming home and everyone is in these bloody things. Because <laughs> they're, they're just like, they're, everyone's just shuffling around and the hoods are up and you can't see the faces. It was like, you know the Jawas from Star Wars? The oh, little, the very first The little fellas in the movie. little brown hoods. Yeah. So every time I come home, I feel like Mandalorian having this kind of a conversation. We will trade all the parts for the best car. I'm not going to trade anything. These are my parts. They stole them from me. <laughs> this is how I have to communicate with them. I come home basically and they've stripped all the components out of my television, out of the stereo, and I have to trade. And it's all because of these goddamn Udis. You, sir, are wrong. You Are you the only member of your family that doesn't have an Udi? Yes. And I refuse to have one. No, it's a stance not worth taking. It's an ambition killer. No, it's not. It's, it is the... It's encapsulating your mood. Yeah, which is, I've given up on society. No, it's not. It's today, now, today, I've done enough. They all seem to go hand in hand with food yes, as well. snacks. It's just snacks, bowls of cereal, and these sweaty, horrible, cheap material <laughs> oodies. And then they just sort of blend into the couch and the they what? blend into the blankets. I'm hearing nothing wrong with this. Yeah. <laughs> blending into the couch, two of the best things you can do. Also, if you were running a business... And you were doing job interviews And someone came in to you In an Udi That's not what you're job. doing When you're getting home To your family In the evening time They're not running A job interview for you no, To see not. if they qualify For your stupid Family expectations They're stripping the motor Out of the microwave <laughs> Trying it, to sell it Turning it into An R2 unit <laughs> Emer, you agree Like these things Like the one I have Emer, Has a pocket for your phone yeah, or on one side and the other one has a pocket for the remote because yeah. they're so big sometimes you lose the remote no you didn't lose it it's, the it's in the remote clothes. pocket you can't even reach for the remote you have to literally have it on your person yes why would you reach for the remote if you could have it on your person Udis are everything to me and everyone in my family has one. And yesterday, as Nina walked out the door, Tracy sent me a photo of her. And I was, ne- I've never been so proud. <laughs> I've never been proud of my eight year old walking out the door, head to toe and cozy. I think if you have a special setting on your Whoop fitness tracker that every time your heart rate drops below 50 BPM, you get a treat yeah. or some kind of a reward or a gold medal. <laughs> it, e- it emails headquarters and goes, oh, he did it again. Yeah. <laughs> He's so relaxed. They're a wonderful case study. They periodically have to send over like emergency teams to see if you're still alive. It's just like a little shock to the thing. It just <laughs> yeah. jolts me back into action. Yeah. But what do you wear when you're being cozy at home then? I'll put on a like tracksuit bottoms and a 
and a hoodie. I'll, or I'll take off the tuxedo. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the effort I make for wow. my family. That's you what I have. Like James Bond, I just zip down what I have on, and then a, there's a tuxedo underneath. So, do you not feel like you've given up on life when you're sitting there in your tracksuit? No, with there's a, bowl a difference. Of popcorn. There's the, the difference between just wearing comfortable clothes and wearing those things. No, no, no. that's because it's then taking it to the next level. You're of upgrading. comfort, yeah, exactly. It's positive. Of disengaging. No, you, you're, you're living your best life. <laughs> yeah, you've got the wrong attitude. Here. You're the guy getting up at half five in the morning, going for a run in a season. And I you guarantee you, you eyes 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 well, you'll want a nudie so you can go and lie down. I'll feel the benefit of it, benefit of it all later now, so I will. But, um, I'll be up and about in the afternoon. There'll be no <laughs> yeah, afternoon yeah. slump for me. Who's talking? I'm sleepy. Terminal Dave playing the music you know. Lads, I totally agree with Dermot. You've given up on life. You're just moping around. I hate it. <laughs> no, you're not giving up. You're you're embracing your inner sloth. And that's a good animal to embrace. <laughs> Caroline's been on. Hi, Dermot and Dave. It's Caroline here. How are you doing? Um, I love my Udi. I got one for Christmas from my son because he reckons that I'm a reptile. Because I'm always cold. <laughs> but the minute I put it on, nothing's going to happen in the house for the rest of that day or that evening because it makes me feel dead lazy. And, um, yeah, it's literally, I am giving up and nothing, nothing's happening. But I still love it. Uh, I love the show. Thanks a million. <laughs> Thanks very much, Caroline. We're glad you do. And that's what it's for. It is literally for that. Uh, Lorna was on too. Dermot, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm taking a leaf from your book and your advice. This morning, I no more want to do a workout, but I'm embracing the suck. Cheers. Fantastic. Just what? Embracing the suck. We were looking at the positive psychological benefits of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and trying something every day that all of you is saying, this sucks in advance. But once you do it... I noticed you did that while I was on holidays because there's no man who's more embedded in his comfort zone. My comfort zone has an arse-shaped hole in it where I sit yeah. every day. I embrace the silk, you embrace the sloth. Yes, most definitely. And Linda was on too. Totally agree with Dave. Myself, my three children, we all have big... We call them snuddies. Snuddies. And the minute we come home and we're finished with having to leave the house for the day... We all get into them and in our pyjamas and we get into a big cosy pile on the couch and we don't have to move for the rest of the day if we don't want to. And yes, my husband refuses to join us. <laughs> he he keeps his actual trousers on like some sort of a maniac and he's going to bed. Um, but he's jealous. I know he is because I have caught him wearing my son's one on more than one Oh, day. you catch him out, you see. He wears his trousers like a serious... <laughs> A go-getter But then when he thinks he's on his own He's straight into the hoodie How the world has changed It used to be the maniac Who took his trousers off <laughs> Now it's the maniac who keeps his trousers on Myself and Sean We travelled to Disneyland Resort in Paris Courtesy of Disney At the weekend And it gave us so many gifts It gave us the sound that Sean made Like a banshee when he was on the roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> That's just been the soundtrack to our week, lads. If ringtones were still cool, that would be my ringtone. 
Uh, if you've been looking at uh, Today FM social, you will also see that that trip gave us, uh, well, rather, gave you a very special <laughs> blooper reel as all I had to do was very simply say, tune in on Friday to hear the stars of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. But I couldn't do it. How are you, lads? Forget what Theresa Mannion said. Do make unnecessary journeys. I'm here in Disneyland... <laughs> Forget what Theresa Mannion said. <laughs> I am live in Disneyland Resort in Paris to meet the cast and crew of Guard. Not live. Going to be this Friday on the Dermot and Dave Show on At Today FM. At Today FM. Don't worry if you missed it on air because you can catch it across the Today FM. Something or other. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Dermot here from Dermot and Dave on Today FM and we're... Did that a blooper reel to this? Oh, we got a blooper reel and yes. also it was a French film crew yeah, who are making the blooper reel. I just cannot describe the level of boredom and disinterest on the two crew lads who were filming me doing that. They were just like... Excellent. Irish idiot. Uh, you can see the video for that is on Instagram right now if you want to watch my blooper reel. This is Today FM. Hello, Vera. Hello, how are you? Very well, and yourself? Good, good, good. Got any plans for the bank holiday weekend? Oh, God, no. No. I never, don't plan anything. That's always good, <laughs> yeah. Keep it free. See what happens. You never know. You might go on some kind of magical adventure. You never know. All right, well, tell us what MMM stands for. Magical Malteser McFlurry. Oh, magical you're using. For. Magical <laughs> Malteser McFlurry. Mmm. See, that could be an adventure. You could go looking for one of them because God knows the McFlurry machines hardly ever work in any of the McDonald's. So <laughs> you'd be on an adventure trying to find one. Were they not taken away? Isn't there no such thing as a McFlurry anymore? No, it's the Sundays are gone. The, the McFlurries are still knocking about. What's the yeah. difference? Well, the Sunday is just pulled ice cream yeah, and then squirty topping. sauce. Whereas the McFlurry is the ice cream has the stuff in it, like an Oreo or a cream egg or whatever. It come out of a machine. Like a, like a 99 machine. That's the Sunday. I'm not 100% sure about how the McFlurry comes out because I think it gets served in some kind of a, uh, some kind of a cup. My understanding is that they put the normal ice cream in, then they put in the crumbly bits, and then they use some sort of mechanism to like... To mix it. Mix oh, it all yeah. around. You hear so it going... Exactly that's the McFlurry. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Fira, are you interested in any of this at all? Oh, no, not really. McFlurry's <laughs> not interested me. I'm only interested in the money, lad. Fair, Vera, fair. €1,850 Euro is not going to me today, I'm afraid. Oh, well, shall look. All right. Have a lovely oh, weekend. Bye. 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 Philip Farrell is in Carlo. Hey, Philip. How are you, lad? How's things? Grand. You at the deli? I was just about to order my lunch there. What were you, you going to get? Chicken filler roll, same as always. Yeah, but hang on, no, no, that's, that's <laughs> fine. But how, what do you get in it? Usually... Uh, taco sauce, cheese, some red onions, sometimes a sausage if I'm feeling hungry. Hang Whoa, you add a sausage to the chicken fillet roll? Yeah, believe it or not, it's actually pretty good. I'm going to have to try that because I've I've come with up with a new combination for my chicken fillet roll, which is the using two sauces. Now, you have to get a sound deli worker who'll look at you and go, you want two sauces? You go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the, the, the girlfriend actually usually gets garlic, mayo and taco sauce. Okay. Lactose intolerance, so she can't have butter. Ah, so right. Well, I go. I go taco sauce and Cajun sauce. Now, if the deli worker is a good deli worker, they'll realize that you don't want double the sauce. You want half of each. But if yeah. they don't pay any attention, they go. I usually put this much on. They put that much on for the taco, and then they put that much on for the the Cajun sauce, and then it's two sauces. Not the kind of thing you can eat while you're driving. No, definitely not. Anyway, MMM, Philip. What do you think it is? 
was guessing Ma- Mario's Magic Mushrooms. Boo. Mario's Magic Mario Mushrooms. Rosenstock. That's how he comes up with <laughs> a new sketch every day. Hey, we don't know. <laughs> Microdosing's on. Who knows? Mario's Magic Mushrooms is not right, Philip. All right. All right. No Enjoy the chicken filler roll. Thanks, Ed. Good luck. Bye. 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 Lorraine is in Carlo. Hello. Lorraine. Hello. Hello, yeah. Hi. 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 What were you doing there? How'd you distract it? Sorry, I was cleaning the guinea pig. You're what, the guinea pig? Cleaning out their cage. Oh, cleaning oh. out the cage, right. Yes, How often yes. do you have to clean a guinea pig's cage? Well, probably every couple of days or so. Yeah, but do you give them the toilet roll inserts? Uh, no, I just give them hay and they play with the news, they make tunnels out with the newspaper. Oh, the newspaper, know. yeah. I used to give, we had a gerbil, not a guinea I pig now, them. but we yeah. had a gerbil called Michael and we used to give him the toilet roll inserts or the kitchen roll inserts and he'd love to, first of all, run up and down inside them, but then slowly just tear them apart with his teeth and become part of his bedding. I thought for a oh, moment that both of you had extremely clean pets and you could just chuck the toilet roll into the <laughs> cage and they'd use it. <laughs> Come here, are the guinea pigs loud at all? They chirp every time you open the fridge door. They start making these chirpy little noises. Yeah, because they think they're going to get more food, or but, you know, if you rattle a packet or something, <laughs> they think you're going to. Well, gi- what kind of noise do they make? Give us your best guinea pig impression. <laughs> Go again. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Brilliant. And what and are their names? A very loud mouth. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Work at one. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are, are they their names? Uh, cookie and cream. Cookie and cream. Perfect. Very yeah. nice. How old do they live till? They're about five years, I think. Five to seven-ish years. All right. And how old are your lads now? They're nine, nine months old. Nine months old. Okay, good stuff. All, All right, right, Lorraine. Are you, yeah, nearly, nearly a year old. Yeah. Why are you cleaning it out? Is it, is it meant to be a child's well, guinea pig? Well, yeah, well, it's, um, Eva doesn't really clean them out too often. <laughs> no. Welcome <laughs> to the world of pet ownership. I'm full of enthusiasm at times. Right. Can you let them out and let them have a little run around? Uh, well, they were born indoors, so I'd say now I'd want to kind of maybe when the weather's getting warmer from now on, I could maybe buy a little small house mm. and have them outside for the summer. Don't, they, don't forget, you'll need some kind of protection against swooping uh, birds and also foxes. Uh, and cats. Cats as well, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to have a kind of a run for them that's covered in with chicken wire or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Otherwise, they'd be yes with the cats. They'd be gone, so they Do you let them run around the house? Oh, God, no. No, no. They're in the house. <laughs> They're in their little cage, like. You never get them back into the cage if you let them run around really? the house. Make a little bed yeah, underneath the sofa. Can you take them out like and have the, a cuddle with them on the couch? Yeah, well, you could, but these ones are jumping and running around the place. They're, not really <laughs> They're only nine months old. They're maniacs. <laughs> Lorraine, we should get down to business. Do mind the guinea pigs for a minute? What's MMM? Oh, my. Oh, bloody hell. What is it? My uh, what? My moonless mirror. My moonlit mirror. Yeah. Sheepers, that's very nice imagery. All there. I all guess there. if you'd be looking into your eyes in a mirror, wouldn't oh. you? <coughs> Look into my eyes. Okay, yeah. Sweet like honey. Yeah, sweet like honey. Uh, <laughs> my moonlit mirror. You know what? It's not right. Sorry, Lorraine. All right. Have a great weekend, Lorraine. Say hi to cookies and cream. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. We have a voice note, actually, Dave. Oh, yeah. Uh, one from Tom. He's been on to us about chicken fillet rolls. I'm getting here now.
Tom, chicken filler rolls, what's the crack? My son, who's 14 now, um, for the last couple of years he's been getting um, chicken filler roll, brown sauce, spicy chicken and sun-dried tomatoes. I used to look at him as if, how the hell do you eat that until I tried it myself? Game changer. <laughs> Love it. Brown sauce and then the uh, the sun-dried tomatoes. It's hardly radical, is it? Putting sun-dried tomatoes into something? Into a chicken filler roll of brown sauce is pretty radical, <laughs> if you ask me. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from 9 on Today FM.